Hello. Again. It's me. Your friend. Till the end of the block. And then we're not friends anymore. Just joking. Jeez, girl is eager to rip my arm off here. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I'm not sure how many everybody's I'm talking to, but I know there's there's at least one, and that's myself. I'm at least talking to myself. But that's all good. It's all good. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Sorry it took so long to to um, make another make another podcast episode. Um, there's been a lot going on in the world, and I was kind of giving things a chance to simmer down and give my give myself a chance to simmer down because um i was getting emotional about stuff and i didn't want to put anything out in the world that um you know that was emotionally spurred on because um you know i much like most people when speak out when i talk out of emotion when it comes from emotion I i don't say exactly what i mean um, sometimes I can get myself in trouble or almost get myself in trouble. <sighs> Two lessons I learned one time when I was a young non-commissioned officer in the Air Force. Hate all you want. Hate all you want. I was in the Air Force. My line of work, we worked for a living. All right, so there's my, that's that. Yeah, I was, I was doing something, working in this special doing this special kind of work whatever task and um i had this guy that was higher ranking than me that would kind of not kind of he would he pushed my buttons and uh he was just that kind of person who pushed buttons and that's what they that's what they do you know military at least in where i worked at uh, my line of work they pushed your buttons you know you want to see what you were made of See where your, your borders, see where your, uh, see where the edges were. See how rough the edges were. See how sensitive people are. And, uh, you know, this guy would push my buttons. And, uh, he was pushing my buttons. And, um, one day he just pushed me too far. And I got in his face about it. And threatened to, <laughs> threatened, I threatened uh, I was I was ready to whoop him, dude. That's 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 the bottom line. I learned two lessons that day, though. Uh, the first one he taught me right away, which was I'm losing my mind, yelling at him, screaming at him, put my finger in his face, and that was the perfect opportunity for him to lose his mind. And you know we'd have been rolling around on the floor. Instead. He pulls a move that I wasn't expecting, which was, he was calm as anything. He says, you know what, Miguel? You need to calm down. And as soon as he said the words that way, I, I snapped out of it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I'll take whatever comes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I lost my mind there. I lost my head. And, uh, 
And uh, anyway, so lesson number one. If uh, somebody's getting emotional with you, don't get emotional back. Because that could have ended up bad. If he'd have got emotional with me, that would have been that have been bad for one or both of us. The other lesson I learned there was if you got something to say, you need to say it. And, and then, you know, don't, you, you bottle that stuff up, it's going to come out at the wrong time. It'll pressurize and pressure will bust a pipe. Eventually, pressure will bust a pipe. And, you know, and uh, once that pipe, when that pipe breaks, it's, a, it's at an unknown and inopportune time. And, uh, yeah, so it's good to relieve that pressure. But uh, anyway, like I said, you know, there was, how, how's that tie in to this episode? Well, I mean, we've got stuff going on in the world and in the country especially. And, you know, tensions seem to be on the rise. And I don't know, it just seems like nobody, nobody, that's, I don't think, I don't know if that's exactly true, but the part that I am exposed to personally in the, um, via the means that I get my information, which is more than one source, you have, you have to go with more than one source nowadays. You know, if you're trying to stay objective, as objective as possible, you got to go with more than one source but anyway um it just seems like the country is divided on on anything and everything nowadays and um you know with this recent uh school shooting that took place you know now the whole gun control debates um in the news and i'm of the um I'm in the party that says, let those who want to buy firearms or possess firearms, let them keep their firearms. Now, do I think that there's going to be this mass thing, mass push to you know, take people's guns away? No, that'd just be dumb. Anybody who believes that way is dumb. But, you know, could there be some laws put into place that could alter the second amendment sure that's why it's an amendment you know now i couldn't tell you how many amendments exist currently but there are enough to have changed the original uh, constitution that's why there are amendments right i'm not a political scientist but um either way you know you change something, you can, if you could change it in the first place, it can also, it can always be changed again. That, um, would be unfortunate. Uh, in this case, for this, for this thing, for this case, for this whole gun control thing, you know, it's, you, you know what you got? You got, you got polar opposites doing most of the talking, though. You know, I realize that, um, no, I didn't realize that now. I've come to realize that in the last two or three years, you know, the politics in this country are getting so polarized, are getting so polarized, the most vocal people are the ones that are on the polar opposites, and one's getting all the airtime at least, you know, the ones that speak on 
that are on the polar opposites, right? Um, but, crap, where was I? Where was I in my, my discussion? Nobody's taking away guns. Nobody's gonna walk into your home and take away your gun. That's, that's just dumb. I would just be asking for trouble. But could they, could a law be in, set, put in place that um, changes the way we acquire and the method, the method? You know, how we, how we acquire and, and, and what governs how we possess our weapons. Yeah, the only people that that impacts are those that follow the law, you know. And I'm not entirely certain why that that um, fact or whatever is so easily overlooked by some people. Um, you know, because bad guys always got their they always got guns. You know, and we're not just talking about um, burglars and thieves. You know what I mean? Organized crime. Organized crime is, it's a real thing, people. Organized crime is a real thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you know what, for me, personally, with the state of, the current state of things, we are surrounded by people who... It's, it seems like we're surrounded by... It seems like you can't trust anybody. You know, at least to me. And, um, you know, maybe that's paranoia. Um, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's irrational paranoia. Maybe. But it just doesn't seem like you can trust a whole heck of a lot of people. So, you know, in a world where no one can be trusted, or hardly anybody can be trusted, I would much rather have... Um, an opportunity to have an opportunity to defend the ones that I care for. My my stuff is I I, I don't care. You know the stuff is stuff. Is this part? Whatever. Um, stuff is stuff. I I don't care. You know. Um, you know it's, we've all been there. I don't know if we've all, I don't know if we've all been there, but I've definitely been there. Um, I've been in that group, but I'm not going to tell a sob story, but let's just say I've, I know what it's like to do it, to be without, so I can do without. It's, that's, that's, that's no problem to me, but what I can't do without is my family and in a world that to me seems unstable and, and, and filling up with people who aren't trustworthy, um, I'd rather uh, give myself a chance to defend my family, which is why I possess firearms now. The caliber that I have, I I don't have near the caliber I would like to possess. But guns cost money, and money's hard to come by nowadays. So I'm I'm pacing myself, pacing myself. But uh, you know, you never know what tomorrow brings, and <clears throat> you know I'm eternally optimistic. I really am. Um, but essentially, <clears throat> realistic, you know. And uh, where there, I'm, I'm a firm believer that where there is smoke, there's fire. And when 
uh, you know, when, when tensions are the way they are and, uh, it, it's, it's, I hate, I hate to sound like a paranoid conspiracy theorist, but I just, you know, I don't get necessarily get the warm fuzzy that things are as good in the neighborhood as they either they once were or we'd like for them to be. And I really, I don't want, I don't want to get all negative and stuff. This is, this is, uh, this is not the direction I want to head with, with this podcast, especially this episode. But so I'll just bring it back to, you know, where I stand as far as like being able to possess firearms, which is, I think we should be allowed to. I think anybody should be allowed to possess a firearm. Any law-abiding citizen that is, you know, should be allowed to possess a firearm if they, if they feel so inclined, you know, um, given the state of the, of, uh, the country as it is right now with there's being so many, uh, lines of division and being so polarized and unstable in my opinion. Um, yeah, you know, people need to be given an opportunity to defend their, their people, their families. Um, that's, that's just one person's opinion. That's my opinion. Uh, I know some people share the same, share that same opinion and, and other people do not. And I respect those who do not. I understand how, you know, if you don't, especially, you know, I, look, most people who are afraid of firearms don't have experience with them. So they can be, and, and you fear what you don't understand. Um, that goes with anything. Uh, I encourage anyone and everyone to um, find someone. I'm sure. I'm sure there are people out there who know other people who um, who possess, you know, guns of some sort, some sort of gun or firearm. I, I'm going to keep using firearm. That's what it is. It's a tool. Um, let's say, let's say you're having a debate. You're somebody who believes that. Uh, guns, people owning, possessing firearms is a bad thing. And let's say you're in a debate with someone who is for possessing firearms. Well, to the person that is against, I encourage you to give it a shot. The person you're in a debate with, I could almost guarantee you to, I, I think I could guarantee you to almost 100% that if you told that person, take me to the range one day, they would say, oh yeah, let's go. I'll show you what's up. What do you want to shoot? <laughs> I guarantee you, because if there's anything that gun owners love to do, is they love to shoot, and they love to show off their guns. And they love to introduce people to their guns. And they love to, this, look, I'm, I, I really don't think that I'm, I'm speaking out of turn here. If somebody were to approach me and say, hey, Mata, I don't know much about guns. Could you take me out to the range one day? You know what, dude? I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I'll, I'll teach you what I know. But yeah, let's do it. Let me make some time. I don't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> That's my own fault. But either way, I mean, I got, I got friends who are just itching. They just, they just, they just look for the smallest the small, the slightest opportunity to go out and shoot, they'll go. You know, because it's fun. Because it is fun. 
you know, I, and, and without without doing it yourself, um, you know, it's hard to explain. If you've never done it before, you know, I could tell you, yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to drop a target from 400 meters or 800 meters or 1,000 meters or whatever. Um, without experience of yourself, you wouldn't know what that feels like, you know. But I guarantee you, if you gave yourself the chance, you started getting good at it, you you might not have a problem with it because you'd be familiar with the tool and you realize that it is just a tool you know it is just a tool and in this case it's the kind of tool that you can use for recreation and you can use for self-defense you know i encourage i especially encourage women you know females to to um, get familiar with uh, a firearm or get familiar with handguns, especially small ones. You can get a small caliber handgun, easy. Um, or you can get a small caliber handgun, easy. That sounds shady as hell. It is not hard um, to find small caliber weapons for that will fit, you know, small hands, small frame people. Um, now, small frame people can handle big, big guns too. I mean, we've all seen it. Um, we've, I'm sure we've all seen the videos, right? I wouldn't encourage a, a woman to carry around a 44 Magnum handgun, you know, for self-defense. Just wouldn't encourage it. Um, that might be a little bit difficult to draw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless, but it would take a lot of practice. I'm not saying it's not, that's not possible. There's one thing that you you learn with your guns. It's um, when they're going to be used. If you're going to be using for self-defense, then you need to be you need to practice. So there's your there's your good enough reason to get out to the range. Practice, practice using your 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 weapon, your tools. Get familiar with your tools, and use them for what they're and only use them for what they're intent for their intended purpose. If there's anybody who who's anybody who has experience with hand tools and tools in general. Um, it's, it's the, the rule that one, you respect the tools that you have, two, you only use them for their intended purpose. And if you use them for anything other than your intended purpose, get ready to get your ass kicked. You know, you should, you should get your ass kicked. You should go to jail. You should, because that is a, that's, that is an individual choice that you just made. And it's unfortunate that people's individual choices are being held, the, the, the masses are it seems are being, I don't want to say necessarily crucified because no crucifixion has taken place yet, but you know, the, those of us who, who uh, own firearms um, are being looked at by, by certain uh, groups as being bad people. And, uh, the truth is, is the fact is, is that you, you know, for for every person that you're, you could be pointing out that could be a bad person because they own their guns, you could be standing right next to someone, and they could be carrying, and you don't know, and you and you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know. But I guarantee you, if the shit hits the fan, like it has, many times. It's that person who is familiar with their weapon, familiar with their tool, knows how to use it, knows how to use it properly. 
and has it at close uh, within reach um, and can neutralize a threat or a situation. Neutralize doesn't always mean shoot. Let's make that clear too. Neutralize a threat does not always mean shoot and kill the other person. It means it make it means that may come to that. And it also means that if you do draw your weapon, you better be ready to use it. Your intent better be to use it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use it. Right? The, uh, a person with a firearm doesn't always need to draw. Right? But if a threat needs to be neutralized, then a threat needs to... I mean, if, if lives are at stake and you possess a firearm... You have a responsibility to defend the group. I mean, that's uh, your, what do they call that? Uh, Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the the point is that um, these scenarios, they're, they're not fictional. They happen. They happen. Um, I'm sure we've all seen the, the videos of, of, um, Convenience store videos, you know, where, where um, someone attempts to, an armed robber attempts to steal, uh, threatens the register, cashier or whatever. You know, that is a threat. That is a threat to a person's life. You know, that's, uh, nobody brings a gun and says, I wasn't planning on shooting anybody. Maybe they say that, but the... You can't, you can't take that chance. But we've all seen the convenience store videos where, you know, tellers get, um, get killed for, for this sort of stuff. And they didn't do anything. I mean, I used to be stationed in Albuquerque and there was a family daughter, dollar um, down the street from the gate, not five blocks, not five blocks from the main gate, the base of Albuquerque. Ah, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. And they robbed the store and they shot the clerk, a lady, just because. Cash was in hand. And they shot the lady anyway. You know? People are crazy. People are desperate. Desperate people are crazy. Crazy people are crazy. And they're all over. And look, it's the world that we live in. And and just because, you know, positive thinking is is Positive thinking is one thing, you know. I'm 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 a believer in positive thoughts and 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 kumbaya moments, but you know, positive thinking and pixie dust will only take you so far. You have to accept the world for what it is, and this is the world that we live in. And we should be grateful, if anything, that we have the opportunity to be able to defend ourselves. But you know, that's one person's opinion. Um, it's not exactly, you know, um, it's not exactly a, an overwhelming public opinion. But while we still have the opportunity to own and possess firearms, and I'm going to own and possess firearms, I'm going to continue to purchase firearms too. Matter of fact, I've, I've been in the market to buy a shotgun, and I expect to do so in the next few weeks. Maybe during spring break. What's up? Nothing huge. A little 20 gauge something for the I see I was I was scale myself to 
to um, what my wife can handle. You know, she's kind of small. She's a little teeny tiny person. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> but she's a small frame person. And 20 gauge isn't too big, but it'll get the job done. You know what I mean? It'll get people's attention. And, uh, but if, uh, you know, things start getting, getting a little shady around in the town, you know what I mean? Things start looking like they're getting a little bit more and more unstable. Well, you bet your ass I want to upgrade. Because <laughs> it comes to self-defense, if you're up against, you know, you're, well, never mind, never mind. Nope, not going to go there. Nope, not going to go there. I could feel myself getting ready to take a dark turn, but, well, not a dark turn, but going to a conversation that maybe some of you might not be comfortable hearing, but your strategy involves <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound crazy, but you know what? I think we've all thought about it. I think we've all thought about it. How would I defend our family? Who, what's the best way? What's my strategy? What's my best strategy? I've got, I've got little people I've got to consider. You know, how do I best, how, how, how do I keep them safe? But anyway, yeah. Listen. Guns can be scary if you don't understand them. Guns can be scary if you've never used them. I encourage you to get familiar with them. Get familiar. You don't have to buy the biggest, baddest gun on the, on the block. 22 caliber. You can start there. It's like a little firecracker. Pick, pack, pick. Tick-tack, tick, tick-tack. They're tons of fun, trust me. 22 caliber. You start there, you don't have to get get the Ruger or anything fancy smancy just get familiar with it you know go to the go to a gun range plenty of gun ranges will let you rent I think yeah rent um rent, rent guns behind the counter you know get you some time get you some range time you could ask that those people you know if they have classes and get familiar and uh I guarantee you if you you get you give get yourself some uh, some trigger time. That reluctance, that that um, the nervousness you have around these things will go away because you will realize that that thing does not have a mind of its own. One, you the the, the user are in control. You know, and the more familiar you become with your tool, then this tool this this tool. Um, the less scary it is and the more you realize that it has its benefits so I guess that's that I don't even know where I'm at in my recording where am I at in my recording here 27 minutes uh, yeah I guess that's a good place to end it guns people guns they can be tons of fun. And yes, they can be scary, but they don't have to be. They don't have to be. It is your legal right to purchase, own, and possess. <laughs> if you're not using your rights, people, then they're going to waste. <laughs> so use them. Second Amendment. Use them. 
law-abiding citizens, that's, that's who I'm talking to. If you're not a law-abiding citizen, then I say stay away from our guns. Or be ready to <laughs> come face-to-face -face with one from the wrong end. <laughs> there, your gun owners are not sprinkled here, here and there. They're all over. They're like Cowboys fans. Hello, go Cowboys. We're all over. Whether you want, whether you like them or not, love them or leave them, whether you like them or not, we're we're everywhere. Go Cowboys! All right, folks, that's where I'll leave it. Hope everybody's um, doing well. And <clears throat> this is yet another attempt to try to conclude this podcast and not drone on and on about nonsense. Let me just finish by saying this. In the line of work that I used to be in, we used to say about our tools, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And that essentially is the bottom line idea I possess, uh, opinion I possess when it comes to firearms. Better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. Because that is... <clears throat> Um, that's real life, people. That's real life. God bless you guys. And God bless the United States of America. America. God bless y'all.